Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Webusters Podcast. I'm Steven, and we have Brian with us. I'm going to go through this really fast because, well, we only have two people today. Me and Brian. Ain't that right? That is uh, correct. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Nobody because... else could do it. We're the best yeah. ones Yeah. Due to unforeseen circumstances, we are a duo for this podcast and hopefully just this podcast only. Anyways, we've got a uh, couple cool things we want to talk about. Uh, first thing uh, we want to discuss is uh, the whole IG and debacle about uh, the review being, uh, I almost said patronized, uh, plagiarized from a small YouTube problem. channel. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about the Smash announcements, uh, the Nintendo Direct or Treehouse, whatever they want to call it. Uh, then we're going to go ahead and, after that, talk about the Red Dead gameplay reveal that will happen today. That was today. Sure was. Yeah, but... Before we get started on that, let's discuss what we've been playing lately, because we haven't been talking about anything, well, because we haven't really been on a podcast in about a month, right? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been longer than that. I think it was uh, in June. June, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's <laughs> absurd. Let's get, let's get caught up. All right, Brian, what have you been playing? I've been playing a bunch of stuff. I've played more in the past few months than I've played in a while. Um... The first one, because it's been a while since we had a podcast, was Hollow Knight. Um, if you have a Switch, you have to get that game. It's been on PC for a while, but games like that, it's like a Metroidvania type game. And those kind of games belong on Switch to me. Uh, and I think it's one of my favorite games I've ever played. I think it might be my top <laughs> like five or ten games. I adore that game. Um, it's incredible. It's one of the best art styles in any game. It's one of the best uh, soundtracks in any game recently. It plays completely... Like, it's just so smooth the way it plays. It's one of the better playing, uh, probably the best playing Metroidvania since, like, Symphony of the Night. It's that good. Um, it, it does that sort of Dark Souls thing with a story where it doesn't really give you the story as much as you have to sort of find it. There is a story, but it's super, um, super obtuse. Uh, so, like, nothing's going to make sense unless you kind of uh, look for the things to make it make sense. That being said, it's a very, the world is super inviting. Uh, it's it's bug-themed. Like, you play as, like, a little beetle looking guy and all the okay so bugs. that's what it was i was thinking it was just like a little skull kid or something yeah it's weird because you you don't technically play a bug you're you're, you're kind of made after a beetle but in the world you play as like a like a hollow sort of soul type. it's weird but the world you're in is all bugs so like all the bad guys like mantises and um uh different worms and just different kinds of like bug life which is really cool um on the outside looking in, I thought that was going to, like, the story was going to be about, like, bug cliche stuff, but it's super <laughs> not. It's, like, about a religion that these bugs have, and it's just super, super interesting. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing Hollow Knight, so if you, that game is a, is a total, like, that's a 10 out of 10 game, dude. It's it's incredible. Um, it didn't get nearly the hype it should have got. Um, I put in, it's a Metroidvania, that's a, mm -hmm. it's 2D, and I, and I think I beat it at 43 hours. Which is a lot of time. That for for a Metrovania, that's a it's ton. absurd. And for it to be that long, it's also a very, very, very hard game. Um, it took me a long time to beat it. I was on the last boss for almost three hours. Um, <laughs> but what I think it doesn't get a lot of credit for is that it's a fifteen dollar game that should have been a sixty dollar game. Like I got, it's not repetitive. It's not. It's just a whole gaming experience that you would get out of a normal like triple a 60 dollar title for 15 bucks so uh, if you have a switch or a pc it's foolish not to buy that game <laughs> just That's, completely foolish i mean like 43 hours and if, if you uh converted that to a dollar per hour i mean it's still oh, yeah, a little exactly. over a dollar per hour of fun and just imagine like how much money you put in like to an arcade or 
uh, how much money you watch a movie oh, with. Gosh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like it's fifteen dollars for a movie ticket. Well, remember when I saw the first trailer? I didn't. I thought that looks kind of cool. I might check that out one day. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't get it when it came to PC because I knew it was coming to Switch, and I wasn't like crazy about trying it because it looked very like another just another indie Metroidvania, and it's not that. Uh, Metroidvanias are easily the the genre that is the most indie friendly. Like a lot of people make those games, uh, mm-hmm. but this is far and away the best one I've played uh, in years, probably since, like I said, Symphony of the Night. It's that good. Also, I've been playing um, Chasm is a game that came out very recently. Uh, it's also Metroidvania on PS4. I did not like this one nearly as much. I'm not done with it yet. I'm probably about three fourths of the way done. It's pretty good. It's just a fun little game. Uh, no, nowhere near as good as Hollow Knight, but. Still worth trying if you're bored. Um, <laughs> controls pretty good. Some of the design choices I think were were kind of not great. It's a Metroidvania that has a random aspect to each map. So every per- every person that plays it, the map generates in a different layout. And most reviews I read said you couldn't tell that, but I totally could. Like it's you walk through multiple hallways that you can tell are just repeats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it just doesn't it didn't hit me nearly like the other one did. That being said, cool soundtrack, cool graphics, cool game. Um, Mega Man X Collection, I bought that on Switch and playing that. Um, playing Mega Man X 1, now that's a series I've actually never never beat any of them in. Uh, never had a Super Nintendo, so I've only like, played it, like emulated and stuff. I feel bad. But I do like the game a lot. It's one of those games that you hear a lot about. It's got to, you know, some people will say it's one of the best 2D games ever made, and I, I totally see that from this. Like, it holds up extremely well to be that old. Um, I'm really digging that. And then mm-hmm. I bought on the I've played a lot of stuff lately. And on the <laughs> sale, the recent they had a, a really good sale on Play, PlayStation uh, Store. I bought the Arkham uh, Return to Arkham Collection and Rise mm-hmm. of the Tomb Raider. So far, I've played through Arkham Asylum. That game holds up incredibly well. Um, great game! What a great game that is. Just that game awesome. got me back so well back into like superheroes. Um, and it, it was kind of crazy because like at the same time, it was almost like the same day. Uh, it was a long time ago, a couple years ago. I was just sitting there, really bored. I was unemployed at the time, and all I had was like someone, like someone else's uh, Netflix. And so oh, wow. I think at the time they had Batman animated series on there. It could have been something else. Could be wrong. And uh, it's like the same day uh, I got a hold of Arkham Asylum, and I started playing that. And I was just like, "Holy moly! I'm back into superheroes. This is amazing!" So I'm glad to hear like it still holds up. I might go back and play it again. You should, dude. Because um, the game, uh, it's got that in Arkham City for sure. Arkham City, I started now. Obviously, it's, uh, I think it's probably going to end up being better. I remember Retro, mm-hmm. like, after I played both of them, I, I kind of retroactively thought that Asylum was better than City, even though I said City was better at the time. I don't know if that mm-hmm. holds up. i got to wait to play uh, through through City. But that, that combat that that game created, I mean, really, <laughs> that the Arkham combat is a thing now that people use about a lot of different games kind of aping their style. It still holds up really well. Um, so, yeah, played that. And then the last one, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was a game that got tons of, like, nines and nine fives when it came out. And I loved the first Tomb Raider, like, the not the first one, but the more re- the most recent reboot. Mm-hmm. I loved that game. thought it was great. Um, really liked the new Lara Croft. I never did buy it for whatever reason. Uh, I think because there was a lot of hype when it first came out, but it was Xbox One only. So I couldn't buy it. Right. And then by the time it came to PS4, it had been a year, and the hype had kind of died down. So it's something I knew I'd pick up one day and play. Um, and this just happened to be a time where I had the money to pick it up. And <sighs> <laughs> I like it. It is a good game. It deserves a lot of the good scores it got. But I didn't see nearly enough talk about the things it does wrong, and it's a lot. Um, it is a better game than the first one. 
controls better. The combat's a lot better. The climbing, the interactive with the climbing is a lot better. As it should. Yeah, so it definitely did that sequel thing where it just it's a lot tighter. Um, that being said, there's a lot of things that break your immersion in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, like little, there's like a, a multi, not a multiplayer, but like a, a different mode outside the story mode where you like unlock packs of cards and stuff. <laughs> and that doesn't have anything to do with the story, but you earn stuff in the story. So like constantly it's telling you, hey, go unlock this pack. It just totally takes you out of it. The HUD's not great. Uh, the world design, in my opinion, the world design in terms of the art looks incredible, but the areas don't, I don't think they're, I don't think they're well designed. Um, some of the mm-hmm. combat encounters were repetitive. I don't know. I just, I think the game was, and the story wasn't very good. And that's what killed it to me. If it's, it's, it's at the level of uncharted in terms of like the cinematics and stuff, like it looks awesome and it plays awesome. Oh, that's good to the stories. The story is just nowhere near there. The dialogues, uh, boring. Um, <laughs> you'll be in the middle of like a, a firefight or like a cut scene right after and everything you pick up, it goes to a different screen to read about it. And that just doesn't work. Oh, um, that's the whole thing. I could be a whole podcast myself, yeah. but does it, like, does it on the whole? Yeah. Honest with you? Um, I was going to ask a question. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> uh, that's really it. I just wanted to kind of let people know that rise of Tomb Raider, if you hadn't played it, if you can mm-hmm. get it for cheap, it's super good. Uh, I wanted to just burn through it real quick. And the thing with me is, y'all know this, like if I beat a game, then I like it. I don't beat many games. I play them a lot and I just drop them. But I was <laughs> able to stick with Rise of the Tomb Raider. So it's definitely a great game. Uh, and I think the Shadow of the Tomb Raider looks awesome. That's why I wanted to power through this one real quick. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at games played recently. Well, how about you? Good. Um, and the last question, I just remembered it for Tomb Raider. Okay. Does it suffer yeah. from the same problem as the first game where there's not many interesting characters? Besides, like, Laura and uh, what's-her-face? Let's see, well, one character? Yeah, there's, there's zero. <laughs> there's zero interesting characters. Uh, uh, it's the same guy, like, the big guy that's your friend in the first one. He's back, and he's, like, I mean, you have a little bit of, uh, like, camaraderie from the first one, which is cool. But the bad guys are just the most generic uh, religious military organization type thing that's in every other game. Um, <laughs> they put a lot of emphasis on her relationship with her dad, and none of it comes through. It's just a, it's a yeah. big misfire. Um and the, like the dialogue is super exactly what you would expect from a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Like it's and not like a good one. <laughs> it's, oh, just, yeah. Yeah, it's just not very good. Um, it does end cool. Like towards the very, very, very end, uh, it gets kind of dramatic and, and kind of cool, but I think it does leave things in a cool spot to go forward. So, and the, what I'm really excited about is the team doing shadow is not the same team that did this one. Okay. They swapped. It was, I forget which one. It was Crystal Dynamics, I think, did the first one. Mm-hmm. And then on Rise, it was Crystal with help from Eidos. And the next one, Eidos Montreal. And this one, it's Eidos Montreal by itself. Oh, okay. I don't know who wrote the majority of the second one, but I mm-hmm. think it was probably the people that wrote the first one. So if we could fix the story problem, then this game's going to be like a whole lot better. Oh, so yeah. I, I think you should look forward to, to Shadow for sure. Heck yeah. So what have you played lately? Oh, man. So not as much as you uh, when it comes to title <laughs> quantity, but when it comes to how many hours I put into respective games, it's uh, it's wild. Uh, I don't know how many hours I put into Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen again. <laughs> I can't believe you're playing that again. It's crazy. Uh, I, I just had the itch to play it, and I don't know why. I think I just mentioned it in conversation, and uh, I think I was talking to Colby, and Colby was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it too. So we both got it. He didn't play much of it. And uh, I just started going through it, and every time I played it, I think I beat it about nine times, like all the way Good through. Lord. That's including uh, like a speed run and a hard mode. 
how long is like a typical run of that game? Uh, if my first run through, just like, like the very, very first time, or are you talking about like when I got it on PS4? Uh, both actually. Like okay. uh, the first, you don't know what you're doing, how long would it take? And then like one. Uh, I think the first time it took me like 40, 45 hours. Good luck. Yeah, it's a long game. Yeah. And then do a new game plus it was like half that. Uh, okay. then doing like hard mode, it was like a little bit less Then okay. uh, doing a speed run. It took me a little over an hour. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. It's one of those games. Yeah. Because the, the weird thing about it is that there is fast travel, but in the first game, it was so bad because you had one waypoint marker called Port, Port Crystal that you can place anywhere in the world as long as you carry it with you. When you drop it, it stays there no matter which gameplay you're going through. So let's say you beat the game, but you left your Port Crystal, it's going to be the exact same location when you start New Game Plus. In the first game, you can only have one. Oh, uh, wow. Gotcha. Yeah. In gotcha. Dark Arisen, they fixed that, and then they put like multiple ones throughout your playthrough uh, in the story. Not like part of the story, but like in rooms that are in part of the main quest. So you just have to look like a little bit. It's not really hard. They're glowing and they're big. So that fixed that problem. With the speed run, you just port to different locations if you set them up in a previous run. And it was like a little over an hour, and that's if I messed up. And I okay. did. So I could probably cut it down to 45 minutes. Good. I think yeah. that's cool when there's like a like a straight path. I think the, mm-hmm. a lot of the Bethesda games, like the, well, not the Bethesda, but the, uh, the Elder Scrolls games have that. Like if you just do, like go straight for the one thing, you can like beat it in like 30 minutes or something, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Interesting take on the open world. Oh, yeah. Thing. The story is just like it's, uh, it's, it's whatever. Like it's barely there. <laughs> but like it's for a story to be barely there. It has one of the coolest endings in video game history. So that's cool. Yeah, it explains New Game Plus, in within the story itself, which is crazy. That's a, that's yeah, that's yeah. unique. It's very I unique. Um, but previously, when I got the first version, uh, Dark Arisen was like a free download if you had the first version. So on PS3, I beat it once, and it was super hard. Boss took me like thirty minutes, uh, just on one like without dying. Just 30 minutes to kill. It was stupid. Wow. Gotcha. Um, And then I found out there were some small mechanics that I didn't know about, like stacking, uh, like, damage charms, and didn't know you could do that, and it made the fight, like, uh, approximately 20 seconds. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So I was kind of mad, but uh, there's, like, there's just the Grim Reaper is death. Death is in the new aisle area, and it's a collective HP kind of thing, so... Once you do a certain amount of damage to him on, let's say, his first appearance, he can kill you in one hit, but it takes him, like, a little bit to wind up in his scythe, and he's just massive. Music changes, it's it's sick. Um, But the amount of damage that you do stays with him, so his HP stays at that point next time he uh, shows up. And he may or may not show up on your first first run-through, and you have to keep doing it over and over, which doesn't take too long. The whole, like, aisle, you can clear it in, like, 30 minutes. Um, oh, that's cool. But once you beat them, you get some like crazy good items. And the last boss has a true final form, which I did not know about the first time I played Dark Arisen on PS3. It is hard, and it is so cool. It's just what is it about that game that makes you beat it nine times? Like, what is it? Is it the the world you like? 
It's yeah. not the story, obviously. Uh, just I think like the way it feels. The world, the combat for like an open world action game, it feels so good. It's fluid. Uh, no matter what class you play, it, it plays differently, but they're so fluid. And you think it's just kind of like a hack and slash, but there's also like magic casting, which I didn't really dive into the magic casters much. It's just too slow for my liking. But you create your character and you create your side pawn, your, char- your other character. So you essentially create two characters from scratch. And oh, that's right. that is that game. Yeah, and you can change uh, like any of your, your job classes or your vocations at any given point. And uh, once you level up certain aspects of it, some of those may carry over to another vocation. And so it makes it even like more awesome. <laughs> that's all I can really say. Uh, yeah. Is it a 60 FPS game or not? Is it what? Is it a 60 FPS game or not? Uh, it was like, it's, it felt like it at some points. Okay. But I think it's, it's above 30. It's not locked at 30. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. It's that not like a straightforward 60. It's like, it varies between like 60, or sorry, 30 and 45, I would say. Okay. But gotcha. just, there's barely any lag. Um, you can climb and mount monsters too, as long as you got stamina, kind of like Monster Hunter. Okay. And, um, yeah. Just creating character was like my favorite part because there's good male hair options, and that doesn't happen in many games. It's a rarity. Yeah, it's a rarity. Yeah. So speaking of climbing monsters, uh, Monster Hunter World, I got back into that, and they released the Behemoth, which is a crossover from Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy series or Final Fantasy 14, and he is one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought in any type of like co-op game in my life. Is it specifically the 14 rendition of Behemoth? I think it is, yeah. Because there's four phases of them. Like, the first phase, you fight them pretty easy, just don't get hit. And then the second phase, when you get them down to a certain amount of HP, he'll he'll make a comp, like, all these comets drop. And then he'll cast this huge meteor, which you gotta hide behind the comets. And you can break those comets, which you don't want to. But if either Behemoth, like, attacks them, or you accidentally attack them, they can break, and it's an automatic death. Like, there's no way to avoid wow. that, aside from using an emote that they give you. It's a one-hit kill? It's a one-hit kill, no matter what. Oh, uh, wow, gotcha. Yep. Like, I was, like, behind a comet, and uh, one of our team members was at base. And the base is, like, shoot, I'm three or four zones away, and it killed him. Oh, wow. So That's it crazy. was, yeah, you, like everybody has to be alive and behind a comet at that point. Um, it's so fun, though. It was so worth it. It took us three days to fight it. I got a video. Um, I could post it, but it is very heavily uh, riddled with vulgarities. So, <laughs> because of like, how hard it was? Uh, yeah. I it was like not just cuss words, but like very suggestive vulgar senses. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, rated R. Nothing like that'll like get me in trouble on Twitter, you know, five years from now or something like that. Yeah, nothing like that. You never know. Who knows? If you like Seth Rogen comedies, there it is. It's there. Fair <laughs> um, enough. Aside from that, just uh, cleaning up trophies on that one. I'm not a, mo- a mobile gamer whatsoever, but I've been playing Dragon Ball Legends. On- <laughs> Remember you said a few weeks ago you were playing that? Yeah. And it's not like uh, one of those where, okay, it's not a game that you waste all your energy and then you got to wait so much amount of time for it to refill. Yes, it does that, but it's so generous with giving you like energy tanks and crystals that you could probably sit there all day and play it, 
without having to spend That's a dime. Cool. And you can get like all these characters. And it's right now since it started, it's starting from the original Z Saga up, and there's different variations of different characters. So during the Z Saga, or not Z Saga, um, the Saiyan Saga is what I'm to say. Uh, they had the just the Radis arc, and they have two different versions of Radix. You have uh, like the hero, which is like your basic card that you collect, or the extreme. And then there's a third one called Sparking, which is like your top level, like elite card. And it's kind of like a card collecting game, but they're characters. And then it's an active combat system, so you have to like dodge, uh, okay, like yeah. uh, read your opponent, bait them out. And it's, it's actually really neat, and I thought it would be kind of lame, but it's really, really cool. So is that something you play, like, at home, or just, like, when you're on the go? or, or uh, On the go, uh, sometimes uh, in D&D, I'll, like, open it up, spend a couple energies. Because <laughs> you get, like, skip tickets, and the skip tickets, depending on, like, your mission, if you cleared all the uh, challenges in the mission, you can use a skip ticket, and it'll give you a chance... It'll, it'll automatically do the mission for you, give you experience, and give you the items that may drop from it. And there's like no yeah, that's, like, uh, downside. That's basically, I think almost every the, the, all the, like the major mobile games do that now. The, mm-hmm. I played a Ninja Turtle one during overnight, <laughs> um, and that was that did the same thing. And so does the Marvel Strike Force game, which yeah, is, they're all none of them are good. <laughs> none of these games right. are good. But in terms of just you've got nothing to do and you want to kill some time. Uh, oh yeah. And it's, it's cool it's, to just check back on a world that you're into, so I get it. I totally it, get that. Exactly. It's just like just collecting characters and just like seeing the uh, uh, the arc kind of play out in game format, which is really neat. And it's just like it's just fan service. And you create a team of six, but you pick like three characters to play as. And like my top team is freaking, uh, it's Pycon, which is like he's like he's like the best melee character in the game. That's so funny. Uh, Piccolo is overpowered. He's like broken, and yeah, uh, Saiyan Saga Vegeta. Oh wow! So gotcha. like that's my team, that's and you cool. have every character down to this uh, except for a Farmer with shotgun. He just he's not in there. That's like the only character that's not in there. That's like a major. I want to say major, but like people know of. The yeah, like a recognizable. Yeah, even Jocko's in it. Ah, oh, Jocko's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, enough about a mobile game. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still I'm still laughing. Uh, before uh, the podcast started, we were talking about like future names for our next podcast. We're doing a huge list, and I was trying to make a play on words with uh, list and Whipbusters, and so I thought Listbusters that's going to be a cool name. So I'm writing it down and talking at the same time. I ended up writing List Burgers. So like how like how does that happen? I don't know. It Are you is just a, hungry or it's perfect. I mean, I am hungry, but <laughs> like we it is, it's it's written perfectly. There's no like hey, that's an S. No, it's like literally burgers. Just written wrote the word burgers. So I might like write that down somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. It's killing me looking at it. I got I gotta like cover it up or something with <laughs> another pencil. That's not working. I just have to laugh. Anyways, um, shoot. Big news topic. We're going to go right into the IGN review plagiarism case. It is uh, it's a mess. But it's not a huge mess. It's yeah, a I think contained it's a, mess. Yeah, I feel like people are trying to make it a huge mess. It's really yeah. not, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> so the, uh, the whole thing with that, I'll give a quick rundown. I'm going to go like into crazy detail. But... Dead Cells, a uh, is it a Metrovania game? Also, 
Yeah, it's a uh, Metroidvania roguelike. Okay, Metroidvania ro- roguelike. You know all the cool terms that everybody's using today, and uh, you know it rated pretty high, and it was like a pretty good review. Uh, I saw a couple of friends posted and shared on Facebook and social media, Twitter, all that. Come to find out, someone made a video. Uh, I think from Boomstick Gaming. I forgot the guy's name, but yeah, I at least named his stuff. He uh, he wrote down, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it said, "IGN copied my review. What do I do?" Yeah, and he made a video. He made a video, mm-hmm. and he put both things side by side in a video and talked over it. And they're both like what three or four minutes long. Yeah, they're both pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both pretty short, but it's not. Yeah. It's not one of those things where it was not identical, but it was mm-hmm. extremely similar. It's, um, it's, it's just like when you're in, like, in college or high school and you have a paper <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. So you just go like to the Wikipedia page and move some words around for like one of your one of your sentences when you're trying to pad out a paper. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like <laughs> it wasn't a straight copy, but the flow and it how clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it obviously was, based it on it. There's no debate that, like, that's where the review came from. And that stinks because, one, that's that's lazy. Okay, we get that. Of but, course, two, yeah. now the Internet is up in arms. I'll say the Internet. I'm using the bad side of the Internet. Yeah. Claiming that IGN copies everything, and that is completely that's so incorrect. Stupid. That's just, Like, I mean, <sighs> when that, IGN swapped to, like, a personality-based website a few years back, probably, mm-hmm. like, with the uh, – even early, not early on IGN, but like when Jessica Chobot and all them became popular, like that was when it first started to go to personality and obviously like Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty and all them really brought it to, to be more of a personality based one. And now if you read IGN, you pretty much know everybody who works there. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of get used to the, the faces. Um, and I follow almost everybody from IGN on, on Twitter. They all seem extremely cool. There's so many people that validate them as being authentic people and, and obviously not people who would who would do that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that anybody who's throwing shade at IGN, this kind of thing happens at every job. I know that sounds bad, but it does. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who there are police. There are really good police precincts out there that hire people that will intimidate people or, or steal from crime scenes or whatever. You know, there's just any 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 job. Uh, there's doctors who prescribe pills under the table at really good hospitals. There's just there's, there's going to be a bad. Uh, a bad apple at any kind of job. And if IGN's batting uh, one one editor that did this out of all they've had, <laughs> then they're mm-hmm. doing pretty good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And they were quick to take down a review, review it, oh, investigate yeah. it, and then part ways. It was like within less than two days. Easy. I, for, I think the guy's name's like Philip, Philip Mewson or something like that. And here's the thing about, mm-hmm. about him, too. Like... <sighs> I've seen, like, I'm not, I follow IGN, like I said, but I'm not, like, super into it like I used to be. Um, but I've seen a couple. He was the main host, I believe, on the Nintendo Voice Chat uh, mm-hmm. podcast. And I've seen him a couple times, and I always liked him. Like, he seemed like a really nice, cool guy. And this doesn't make me hate him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, this is something where, um, I don't, obviously, I'm not, I'm not him. I have no idea what was going through his head <laughs> or whatever. Uh, there is definitely, um, he, it's a little dense to think this would not be caught. However, um, I don't know what pressure he was under. I don't know, like in terms of deadlines. I don't know if he was struggling, like just couldn't come up with. Like I don't, I don't know what the what the what the problem was. Mm-hmm. It could easily be that he was writing something and he did not feel was very good. Um, it could have been that he didn't. He felt like he didn't have time to push through the rest of the game. Um, all these things are not reasons that you would <laughs> that you would actually uh, 
do this, steal somebody else's work. So the fact that he stole somebody's work is awful. Um, yeah. But that doesn't make me like hate him as a person. Like he still has value as a video uh, host. He does good on that. He just doesn't. This is not, he does not have this skill set. The skill set to review games, um, to write your own content, he doesn't have that skill set clearly because he had to do this. So just yeah. I hope he's able to be forgiven by people. Um, I don't I don't follow him on Twitter or anything, so I don't know if he's uh, asked for forgiveness or you know said he was sorry, whatever. I don't know, but hopefully he does and says, "Hey, this is a big mess up. Uh, this was a very amateur thing. I should have never done it. Um, mm-hmm. I've learned my ways, and hopefully you guys can, you know, follow me on doing the other stuff I'm good at, <laughs> and uh, he can continue <laughs> to do like video content because, like I said, he seemed like a pretty cool guy. This is a very sleazy thing to do." But at the same time, it's it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. It's like, when I found out about it, I was like, oh, that's crazy. I wonder what else was. And that was my, like, my first question. Like, oh, if, if that's the first thing, there's some more. But there hasn't been. That, well, of course, you that know, we the, know of. <laughs> the most interesting thing about this to me mm-hmm. is not even about this particular instant. It just it makes me think about other stuff. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that we know that I don't know if it was deadlines or just what he couldn't come up with original content, but it could also be that he didn't play the game or barely play the game. Right. And that is interesting. That's an interesting thing. Cause then it makes you think how many people are just taking these press releases, rewording them from the developers and giving scores that are actually factored into something like a Metacritic or a Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it happens to be the format you're using and the content you're reviewing. Like mm-hmm. how many people are contributing to these scores that actually pay these developers. I mean, they get bonuses and stuff off that. Like how many of these are facetious? So are we having people who are at any site who are playing 20 minutes of a game, seeing that the consensus out there is that the game's not very good. And then just writing a review, copying the same things that are wrong and giving them game sixes that they might would have you know, enjoyed more. Like there's a bigger conversation out there that I think this opens up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not something that you can, you can't track that. You can't, you know, verify if somebody played a game. Right. Um, I mean, there's ways you could do it, I guess, the trophies and stuff, but for the most part, the, these kind of like embargo games, you can't do that. Um, you can and prove I think that they can, but you can't prove that they can't, did not. Exactly. That's the thing. You can't prove that they didn't. And it's very, or I think did. it's very yeah. interesting, man. Uh, because <laughs> now, like, is Dead Cells a 9.7 for Iron Or did this specific guy see that the consensus with this game was really well reviewed? Let me go read some popular reviews and see if I can, you know, or maybe like it's a hard game. Maybe he wasn't good at the game. I don't know. He could be great. I have no idea. But maybe mm-hmm. he just couldn't get past the first part. And he's like, well, I know it's a good game, but I can't finish. Like, There's just so many things, so many questions that I think are very interesting that aren't about um, the, uh, what's the word? <laughs> I forgot it again, too. Uh, plagiarism? Plagiarism. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the, to me, the, the really cool questions about this isn't the plagiarism. It, it's the what, how many reviews really are not authentic and not from a plagiarism standpoint, but did you really play the game and did you have the experience that you reported on? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. It makes perfect sense. And I don't think it's as like wide. Uh, I don't think it's as widespread as like most people think, think it is. I don't think it's widespread at all. I think it's like <laughs> super <laughs> tiny. Like the internet is huge. And every, like this, this was within a couple like, was it within the day uh, <laughs> that yeah. the review came out? Yeah. So like, this is within one day, this guy was, was caught in doing this. So like, I, if you're a mainstream reviewer on IGN or GameSpot or Game uh, Informer or whatever, like 
you're going to get caught in this. So that tells me that this almost never happens. Exactly. It's, it's, I think it's extremely rare that it does. And there's, it's going to be more, I think people are going to be put on their more of a magnifying glass now. Oh, definitely. Than (laughs) ever before. And it'll be that way for at least a couple months. And then of course it'll die down just like any, any internet witch hunt does. What's, What's interesting to me is like the the guys I knew at IGN when I followed them like um, let me think like Greg Miller, Colin like I already mentioned, um, Marty Sleeve, uh, Alana Pierce, like I uh, Ryan McCaffrey for from uh, the Xbox team. Like when I read their content, mm-hmm. like I know how they talk and they write like they talk. It's in their voice. So like none of them ever did this, obviously, because literally you can hear their voice and their patterns of speaking and the way they write. Um, mm-hmm. So I think for most of IGN, it's super obvious this didn't happen, like super obvious. Yeah, and I think that's the case with uh, with a lot of a lot of these personality based outlets, which is uh, which is good for them, I guess. Yeah, but uh, ooh, just like reading more into it, like have you looked at uh, any of the IGN reviewed YouTube channels or anything like that? Um, any of the videos because all people are posting now is did you copy this? Is this one plagiarized? And it's like yeah, it's like a hive mind of like dumb stupid garbage. Yeah, <laughs> like the, my least favorite group of people are uh, gamers. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, I agree. Can't stand gaming. It's not that's not that's mean to say because that's also <laughs> not true. It's also my favorite group. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there yeah, the two sides of every coin. So like uh, for everything I love about you know going on reset era and looking at the smash hype and people talk about who's going to be revealed and all that fun hype part of games. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also the disgusting flip side of it. <laughs> oh yeah. The people that are never satisfied. Doesn't matter what happens in game. They're never going to be as good as the old days, but they keep playing games and they keep buying them. So they're just contributing to capitalism or whatever they want to call it. And <laughs> It's nuts, but that could be a whole other thing later on. Yep. I'm not going to get into that because I'd rather get into cool stuff like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So we're the two worst people to be doing this podcast about yes, Smash. Yes. For sure. You have you who never plays and me that plays nope. just a little bit. Um, but I have literally always said that if Simon Belmont was on Smash, it would be like I'd be diehard all about it. Yeah. And that is the case now. Um it had been rumored for quite some time. Um, I remember ba- even back in the day, people were saying like Simon and Ryu, Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden, like the two main games that were super popular on the NES that weren't represented. Um, mm-hmm. Castlevania has a huge heritage on Nintendo system, specifically the NES. And that's my personal favorite game series of all time. Simon's my personal favorite character of all time. Uh, and seeing him in this way, this was not just a trailer for a character. This was a, a mini like six or seven minute uh, celebration of the Castlevania franchise. Oh yeah. And as a huge diehard fan, it was glorious to see. I think every single decision they made was perfect. I think uh, having Luigi from Luigi's mansion in like the, in Dracula's castle was just brilliant. I think death killing Luigi was such a cool shock thing that made all these memes and people were like, I don't know. I thought it was great. And then the design of Simon is perfect. Oh, yeah. It's not based on one specific look. It's the closest would be his uh, cover art for the first Castlevania game. Mm-hmm. But there's little things taken here and there from the other versions. Like he has longer hair, like the redesigned red-haired Simon from uh, Chronicles, and he has uh, instead of having like the He-Man uh, fur uh, underwear-looking thing, <laughs> perhaps thing, which looks a lot cooler. That's also from the redesign. 
Um, it's just literally how you would picture Simon in your head is what they did. And Nintendo is incredibly good at doing this. Um, all of his moves are perfect. The fact that Richter was there was a huge thing. No, like I didn't see anybody saying that before, even when it leaked that Simon was wasn't likely going to be in it. Um, I think the the level is a perfect rendition of Dracula's Castle with the staircase that goes up, all the monsters that come through as bosses, and then the thing that sold me the most on not only do they <laughs> did they want to have Simon in this, but they they. Not just that they partnered for the sake of having an extra character, but they wanted him in this, and they are here to celebrate this franchise. Is the thirty-four music tracks? There's so many. Yeah, that's a ton for a third-party franchise in Smash. And Castlevania is is what it is for three reasons: a, the games are great, so obviously that comes first. B, um, it's the only game outside of Metroid that is as old as the regular Nintendo that has a real different feeling to it like it's a it's a dark game that's kind of spooky and has its own its own mood you know what i mean like everything else is like a game but these these two series uh the sci-fi version being metroid and the horror version being castlevania mm-hmm. it just it just feel different on the nintendo like it was a creepy game to play and then the third and final reason is that the soundtracks are uh phenomenal for every game in the series that's one of the reasons that you'll have like musical terms in some of the titles of castlevania games because it's this is a, a this is a series that's known just as having incredible uh, soundtracks. And to not only recognize that, but to choose 34 tracks, 34 very specific tracks, if you listen to them, I recognized about three-fourths of them and went back and played the ones on YouTube that I didn't recognize the name of. Mm-hmm. And they're literally, it spans the entire franchise. It's the best of the best. Like, I, I can't believe how how excellent this was as a Castlevania fan. Like, I can't, this was as perfect as it could be. Just as perfect as it could be. I'm glad because, <laughs> like, when I first saw him, and I've seen screenshots before, I saw the trailer and stuff, and I'm like, that is exactly how I pictured him. That's that's how Simon should look yeah, <laughs> in my head. Yep. And I thought that was so cool. And his Echo Fighter, Richter, is just, I mean, I'm glad they're adding him to it. And then you got freaking Alley Card. Alley Card. Alley Card. Alley Card. Card is a. Uh... <laughs> Yes. And then, like, the stages, and, like, it's just the whole feel of, like, Castlevania itself. And that's coming from somebody who hasn't played them much besides, like, a handful of them. Like, uh, the very first one, um, shoot, uh, Lords of Shadow, and that's pretty much it. (laughs) Oh, Symphony of the Night, I played at least almost halfway. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, like, just looking at it. I love the feel of it. I love the monster designs. And it's just, when I think of vampires, I think of Castlevania. That's the first thing I think of. It's not like, it's not Twilight. It's not uh, Bram Strokers. It's not uh, Dracula 2000. Gosh, had to throw that one out there. Um, actually, actually, weirdly like that movie. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It, it's enjoyable. But, well, yeah. We'll make a list of like really bad movies we love one day. <laughs> but oh yeah there's, that's a lot uh, I think you might have said Bram Stoker too which is hilarious it's Bram Stoker Bram, that's yeah good. that's it did I say that yeah I did I think you said Stroker which is like all it's all Graham Stroker oh Graham Strokers I did uh, <laughs> dang old Lisburgers uh, this is not your night no it's, it's, it's really not <laughs> We get, I have to do a lot more talking because we got to make up for two other people 
That's or right. just at least one other person. So, so naturally, we're going to mess up. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't help that my computer's like in a super hot room. And I've got a fan on, but if I turn it up too loud, the mic picks it up. Oh, yeah, that's lame. Yeah, so I'm, I'm literally just, I'm, I'm in my boxer briefs, and that's it. That's all I'm wearing. I'm so glad you let us all know that. I am. It's great. And I'm still sweating like a hog. Anyways, uh, I'm really excited about Smash, and I probably won't play it. <laughs> you don't even have a Switch, right? Uh, do not yet. I am actually probably going to buy one uh, before you Christmas. To. That's going to be my Christmas present to myself. I usually buy something big this year's that. Uh, I kind of feel like you're mm-hmm. going to have to get in a Smash. Like, if you get a, if you get a Switch, you're just going to have to. I'm gonna going be so, to. It'll just be, like, specifically within our, our circles. It's going to be so popular. Like, oh, yeah. You're, almost gonna, you're just going to have to. And Smash is a game that I've never, ever been into. I actually don't. I'm not crazy about the way it controls. I never have been. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a huge fighting game fan, and it's obviously floaty because the purpose is the floating <laughs> to knock people off the stage. Um, but what's cool, I guess I'll mention it really quick, is mm-hmm. as a fighting game fan, there's two specific things that they talked about that I think are awesome. Uh, one of them is the final smash is like your super move in those mm-hmm. games, and there's the way that manifests in the Smash Brothers games is a little smash ball comes and kind of floats around, and whoever, like, hits the ball and does enough damage to it gets that move. Right. Um, but it's like, there's some luck into that in terms of like which character you have and who's close to it when it comes out and who can do the most damage and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so there's a randomness to it. Now there is, you can choose. And that's one of the things about this smash is you literally everything can be chosen. Like there's just so many different modifiers, but you can choose to build it up like a super in a normal fighting game, which I think is awesome. It's oh, a yeah. weaker version of it, but it's still, it's still valuable. Um, that makes me happy. And then there was the stamina match or the stamina uh, where you fight to the basically like it's HP, like a fighting game that's already been in Smash, but I think they're going to focus harder on it now. Good. And in my head, like doing a one on one with no items stamina battle with uh, uh, the Smash meter is like the perfect version to get me into this game. So if I can get people like minded people to play that style with me, I think I'm going to super get into it. That's the kind of style that I wanted because all the final smashes look so cool, but no one ever played a mode with them. And so yeah, me absolutely. watching that, it's like, why would you want to play a game without using your ultimate move? That's not fun. I want to see yeah. the fireworks. I want to see all the cool stuff happen because that's why I want to play a game is to, to be cool. And that's, um, yeah. And there's, yeah. And then the final smashes are, are super cool. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, even Mario. Mario's just looks so rad, and it's just like the fireball. The fire like flower, yeah, that's awesome. The fire flower yeah. looks super dope. So, um, from an outsider, probably mention quickly. Yeah, um, King K. Rool. Oh yeah. It doesn't mean anything to us that much. I mean, I played Donkey Kong Country One, uh, but it's not doesn't hold a like a super high place for me. However, I thought the trailer. First of all, it's super cool for people who are into that franchise. I know it's got a lot of fans, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, and I think that they did. Um, a really good job on that trailer too. It was a really funny little trailer. It was neat. They did really good with their uh, CG, like their pre-rendered uh, CG trailers, and it's like small. They're, they're so nothing good, like dude. too crazy, but it's always within their own style. And going back to so good. when they showed Simon, it was like he fit in Nintendo. Oh, he yeah. looked like they he did fits such in a it. Job on making everybody look like they fit. It's oh awesome. yeah. One I time mean, I went back and watched mm-hmm. all of the reveal trailers they've ever done, and they're. Uh-huh. Um, I did that recently before the E3 just to kind of get myself in the mood for it. And man, they're all so well done. I still think the Mega Man trailer is the best. 
Right. Just because it was like nobody saw it coming and it, it played off of Mega Man 2's intro and it had the music. It was just it was just awesome. Uh, but man, the these new ones with uh, starting with Ridley. Ridley's mm-hmm. was legitimately creepy, like when he basically kills Mario. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then with the death killing Luigi thing, like it's they've done a really good job. I think you're gonna see I think those I think those cinema the cinematics are are telling us more about like the little storyline mode that's going to be in the game. I feel like they're going to be, there's more there than we're, than we're seeing. Oh yeah. There's gotta be. I really, I really do. Maybe they'll play like a cinematic per like every character you unlock. And if they do that, I'm so in. Oh God, me too. And even if they're like 20 to 30 seconds long, it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be so, oh man. See, I'm now I'm getting excited about it. And see, telling you dude, you're going to get in, you're going to get in, get ready. And I should, because cloud is in it. And that's probably, that would be my main. Um, like all of our our friend group, like every one of us, is represented by our favorite character or one of our favorite characters. So, like, yeah. we, you should definitely get into it. It's gonna be another one of those things, like where you don't play fighting games, and then all of a sudden you play more fighting games than all of us. It's gonna be just like that. <laughs> like I just come in there and start wrecking everybody with freaking duck hey, hunt dog or something. You you got to you got to you know quickly as good as if not better at King of Fighters, and you got straight up better at Tekken and Dragon Ball Z. So that's awesome. Hey man, I can hold my own Dragon Ball Fighters. I've, I've beat a couple okay. people who play that kind of game like on a daily basis. So I'm super hot garbage. <laughs> I'm awful. Oh, I still Bad. love it. I gotta still download uh uh base Goku Machina. Yeah, yeah. Both of them look sick, but I think base Goku looks really neat. So he does look cool. I agree. Yeah, but. Last thing going to Smash, two things that uh, no one told me personally I had to, like, look at before anybody said anything. One, uh, assist trophies. Rathalos is a boss and an assist trophy, and I'm so happy about that. That's really cool. That's really Uh, cool. Looks cool, too. Like, the the rendition of him is really good. Looks good in that world. Oh, yeah, and his, like, motions are, like, pretty much from the other games. And two, no one said Gray Fox. Gray Fox is an assist trophy. Yeah, he was in uh, the the Wii one. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if it's the Wii one or the one. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm Smash Brothers guy. But he, yeah, he was an assist trophy the last time Snake was in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's extremely cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool assist trophies. I wonder if any assist trophies became characters later on because I, I don't know trivia much on it. But I'm sure I'm sure some of them did. Um, well, I you, know ones that mm-hmm. well, you know for for sure they did. For sure they did. Okay. Because I would love, like, Ryu. Okay. (laughs) I would love to be, like, Ryu from Ninja Gaiden, like, just show up, and his Echo Fighter be Gray Fox. Yeah, that'd be great, dude. And that'll just... That would probably push me over the edge, be like, all right, now I have to get a Switch. (laughs) I'm going to get one, but there's no have to yet. Right. It's close. Why not? As opposed to, I need to get one. Yeah. Do you remember, and it's going to be a little bit off topic, but still leads into it. Do you remember when I was talking about the Switch launch and how I thought it was going to fare. Yes. And how I thought that I want I want it to succeed, but I don't think it will. Boy, I was I wrong. That. Yeah, he missed that. That was a miss. That was a complete miss because I just thought everybody would be on the thought process of, oh, it's another Wii U. But yeah, it's like the Wii um, U just got wiped from memory. Yeah, and like every game that comes from the Wii U, people just forgot that it was. I don't care that it was. It's a re-release. 
Like yeah. I'm gonna, I haven't bought it yet, but like I'm definitely, definitely gonna buy Bayonetta too. Like I, I played that on Wii for 20 minutes, and like I don't like the Wii controller; it sucks. But now that it's on the Switch, it's been, this is not a new release; it's been up for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a game I'm gonna get. And there's so many games that are indie t- style games that I specifically will wait for the Switch version. So Hollow Knight was like that. If Chasm had been a Switch game, I totally would have got it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the Metroidvanias, I will buy on Switch. Just that the portability just around the house. I know that sounds so stupid. I don't really travel or anything, but <laughs> a few times I've had to like hospital stays and stuff. It's got me through it, which is awesome. I have a switch dock in my bedroom and then the master bedroom and I go between them. So if like Jennifer wants to just hang out, I'll just go into that bedroom and dock it there and play it while she goes to sleep. Um, or if she's not here, I'll go into my room. Like it's just, it's so the, the whole play on your TV or on the go thing that they tried to do with the Wii U, but it was just not the technology just wasn't there yet. Uh, that's totally realized with the Switch, and I think that I think that Smash is going to push a lot more Switches. It's already selling really good, um, because this is the epitome of a game that you would take to somebody's house and just pull off the controllers and play. Exactly. Road trips, uh, beach trips. Oh yeah, dude. The Switch is just it, it's ridiculously good, and I'm going to say this because it's true. I'm sold on it. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to get it later on. Yeah, you, you have to, do. Yeah. And also, and, people don't talk enough about the, the Pro Controller is one of my favorite. It's a good controller for the first oh, yeah. time. Like, they have a good controller with the, the Switch Pro Controller. It's, uh, I'm glad I was wrong. I'm really glad. And me too. <laughs> I think everybody should be. I thought the ideas were cool, but I just I didn't know. I didn't know how it'd go. Uh, but luckily, they did what they should have done the entire time and put a really good Mario and a really good Zelda on the launch year. And they, they did. Always done. <laughs> yep. I think, and, I think you'll never see Nintendo launch a system without those two again, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't see them launching another system for a long time. I think nah. this is going to stay for nah. a very long time. Oh, yeah. Because oh, there's, like, graphically intensive games that are coming to Switch, like mm-hmm. uh, Wolfenstein and Doom and all that, but, like, that, that's not selling Switches. Right. Nobody's bought them for that. They're bought them for these games that um, look pretty good but are fun to play. So. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Next thing, Red Dead gameplay trailer was today, and that was the first true gameplay trailer that we've seen, talking about yes, all these was. stuff that can happen within the game, like uh, setting up camps and forming relationships and stuff with uh, your gang members, and hunting and fishing and all those really cool rad cowboy stuff. It's When I first watched the trailer, I was like, oh, okay, that's beautiful, and I stopped it like two or three minutes into it. Then, after you told me to watch it, all because it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it because there's a lot of cool stuff that they showed the last half. Yeah, towards the second half, the more way more interesting stuff. I thought way more interesting stuff than the first of it. I uh, I love the feel of it, and <laughs> another person who has been changed me again. Uh, I don't like westerns. They bore me. You got that Westworld though. Exactly. Westworld's yeah, there. That's- takes one thing for me it was deadwood yep. like I, I always liked westerns like i like tombstone and like the some of the more popular ones um mm-hmm. but like i, I mean i really like tombstone but i wasn't really super into westerns and i saw the hbo series deadwood and i was like this is one of the best things i've ever seen in my life it's an incredible series uh, and then of course westworld's also incredible uh mm-hmm. and then red dead uh revolver i liked a lot i thought it was a really fun little arcadey game uh and then i was of course blown away with redemption when it came out one of my favorite games of all time for sure probably my top 10 easily uh, such a good game but and, this one mm-hmm. this one i was not nearly as excited like i was of course gonna buy it and of course it was gonna be great because rockstar doesn't really make bad games even the ones i'm not into are- um 
But something about all of the trailers thus far, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think it's also true of this trailer, is that there's not one character they've shown that interests me. Mm-hmm. I, I think all of them are, and this is going to not play well. Uh, I don't think the voice acting is particularly good at this point. It no. like everybody's just trying to sound like a cowboy that doesn't come off as authentic. I felt like um, John did in Red Dead. Yeah, especially uh, like a legit cowboy. Bonnie, right? But was Bonnie? Yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie too. She was awesome. Uh, everybody in this sounds like they're just trying to sound like a stereotypical cowboy, and it doesn't play well. Um, I feel like it might not play that way in the game. I feel like it might come off way better in context. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of trailers, it does not come off well. So as of right now, the performances, I am not crazy about what I've seen so far. Oh yeah. Um, and the way the character has come off as this gang member who's a bad guy. Super turned me off. I liked Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Red Dead Redemption because <laughs> it was. Uh, I liked it specifically because you played a, a pretty good guy as opposed to the bad guy you play in GTA. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't. I don't know. I don't relate to characters that are bad characters. Um, but I related to John, even though he was like a married a hooker and was like a <laughs> killer and stuff like in the past. Like he was, he, he was changed. <laughs> um, and this one didn't seem to be that way until halfway through this trailer <laughs> when they mm-hmm. tell you that you can actually choose how you respond so you can like rough people down for money you can diffuse situations or you can accelerate them um i just think it's i think that's really interesting that whole idea that you really get to play the cowboy you want do you want to be the guy that rides into town and sees a bar fight about to break out and you stop it and you calm everybody down by everybody around mm-hmm. or are you the guy that just walks up and starts hitting like i think there's a lot of potential there I'm the guy who just ags it on i'm sitting there cheering See, with the crowd I, I love the whole when he was like Literally, there's like a diffuse button. You can say like, you know, just calm down, calm down. It's no big deal. Um, I love the idea of that, of being able to just walk out and be like, hey, now let's not get out of hand. Like, that's the kind of character I would play. And if I can actually play the character that way, and it's not just, we don't know because nobody's played it, but like mm-hmm. either it's going to be where literally the game lets you write the character you want to be and he comes off that in cutscenes too, or it's going to be he's one way in cutscenes, but you can be a little different in other things. And I don't like games that do that. Right. So if he's a reckless killer that insults people and murders and just is awful, and then two minutes later he can be nice to a guy, <laughs> like like it just it, it won't play well. Um, to me it won't play well anyway. But I feel like Rockstar knows what they're doing. I feel like they know that's a complaint. And this trailer really, for the first time, made me think: okay, this character that I think I hate from these cutscenes they're showing are just the version of the character they want to put out there but what I can really do the character that I want to play as might actually be there if I want to and it's first off off that the possibilities on this game are just oh so high it's also and, freaking gorgeous oh it is <laughs> gorgeous game maybe the best looking game I've ever seen I have to wait <laughs> till I get it in my like in my hands and see it but like God, those environments are incredible that's a, that's a phrase that like you can keep saying it over and over. It keeps happening. And, and it, it keeps, keeps happening happen. because everything keeps getting better and better and better and better. And I'm I mean, so okay few, with that. Yeah, well, you have Horizon Zero Dawn definitely be a game you could say that about, whether or not you believe it or not, like you claim. Um, you've had, I think it started for me with The Witcher 3. Like that game looked phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And then and then Horizon looked extremely, it looked just as good, if not better in some ways and then mm-hmm. God of War looks uh, like I, the character model on Kratos in God of War is the best thing I've ever seen it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous flawless to me the hilt for like just the, where he holds his weapons to the hair in his beard to his skin tone to his eyes he just looks like oh my god dude 
<laughs> so good. And facial expressions, motion capture, everything is perfect um, in that yeah, game. Starting to get, starting to get real good. <laughs> yeah, I can't um, imagine what next gen's gonna look like. Oh my gosh, I I. That's about another 120 podcasts away, or you know, in our core, current format, five. <laughs> exactly, the next podcast. <laughs> the next podcast. Sadly. We're gonna talk about the uh, the first uh, initial thoughts on the first year of the PlayStation Five. Did you watch the whole? You watched <laughs> the whole Red Dead thing, right? I did. Yes. Did they even? Did they have a date or anything at the end of it for the next part of this? Because it was like this is like part one of a gameplay reveal. We're gonna get into combat and stuff later. Did Not that I recall. They, I don't think they did. Did they? I don't think they did. Because usually when it hits like the title at the end, and I see like my YouTube bars like all the way to the end, I'm like, I skip. Just yeah, turn it I off think there. There's a date at the end of it, but it's just the October release date. It's not. Yes. Said. So hopefully it's soon because I really want to see the actual combat stuff. Yeah, I want to see the HUD. I want to see like the mission uh, layout and all that. Yeah, and I think that this one, uh, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but you can wear whatever you want. It's just there are underlying like augments or whatever you want to call them that change the uh like your your stats and stuff i don't know okay i could have heard that it could have been something different but i think i think i could have sworn like i've heard it on this to where you can you see how incredible this sounds dumb but how incredible the graphics were when he was reloading the uh yep like just the like the I don't know what you'd call it, but like nothing was clipping through itself. Like it, it was just incredible. It looked absolutely incredible. And it looked realistic from a gaming standpoint. <sighs> oh, God, and man. like immediately afterwards, like my favorite part of the whole thing is when he was at night to go towards the house on the hill and just the grass, man. Oh yeah. It looks so good. The alligator looked incredibly good, man. It was a, it was a really good trailer. That was the first, this is the first one for red dead two that I've been like, Oh, okay. This could be something else. This could really be something else. Yeah. I assumed it would be the case, but I had seen nothing that convinced me like that this was the first one. But yeah, it's and like, neat. Like I'm hyped for the game. I'm not like overhyped. I'm just like appropriately hyped because I don't know. It's just it's a game I can't get like too hyped for. But when I play it, I'm like, holy crap! This is one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, some games are just so obviously going to be great <laughs> that yeah. it's hard to get too crazy hyped about them. Like I'm probably more hyped about Spider Man because it's soon and it's like. Uh, it's Spider-Man, my favorite fictional character. <laughs> like I, I love, I love Spider-Man. Um, so like, and that's like an unknown quantity to me. I don't know if it'll be great. I just assume it will be. But Red Dead, you just know it's going to be great. So you can't get too excited about it because it's obvious. Exactly. And we've got a lot of other games like on the horizon as well, um, including, of course, Red Dead. And uh, we've got what, like two weeks from now? Next is it next week? Uh, Walking Dead final season. I think it is next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that a is one. a game that hits home with me real hard, and it has nothing to do with like me and personal life. It's just it's one of the first games, or at least the franchises, that I've gotten depressed because of uh, what happened in the first season, and that happened. Okay, I, the last time I okay. Let me get my thoughts straight on this one because I'm like I'm rethinking about like all this stuff and it's like yeah. I'm throwing my mind like crazy. So the l- final episodes of the first season, I played those right before Black Friday on uh, when I work retail or still do work retail, of course. Um, I'll, like I played them like two hours before I had to go in, and oh, wow. I was just sad, man. Like, I was running around like crazy, but I was just, like, hunched the whole time because I was like, oh, my gosh. 
I feel depressed. <laughs> and my life was really good. Oh, wow. It was just bad because, yeah. Anyways, so what they're alluding to and of course, the final season is just, I'm not ready for it. I kind of feel what's coming. Even if it got spoiled, I'm thinking of what's happening. I, it's, woo, woo. That's all I got to say. You know, I can't believe that I didn't stay with that franchise because I played the first season, thought it was great like everybody else did, thought it was awesome, thought it was one of the better one of the better games that year. Um, mm-hmm. Line was it was really good. It was well voice acted. Um, I still have that problem in video games where I just cannot, I can't do it. I can't do it emotionally. I don't know what it is. <laughs> there's a, there is a just there is a disconnect for me in video games. That I hate it because it's my favorite uh, medium, but I just can't mm-hmm. get invested. There's something about it. Just comes off as so. It comes off like. I was going to say a stage play, but at a stage play, I get emotional. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just something false about it. And I don't know what it is. Um, it's the same thing with comic books. It's the same thing. Like the only things that can really affect me and move me in any way, mm-hmm. like to get to the point of, like tears is movies and movie, and literally any movie can do it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm super susceptible to movies, but for some mm-hmm. reason, uh, comics and uh, video games just can't, can't get me there, man. And I, I won't, I want it so bad. I really do. Yeah. I, I Probably kind of, the closest I've been was mm-hmm. the uh, what's the one Gone Home. Gone Home was a cool ending. I didn't get um, emotional, but it, it did hit me like, okay, this is cool. Firewatch. What about Firewatch? I know that had to do it uh, to you at least Firewatch a little bit. Was, now here's what's so weird about Firewatch. Uh, Firewatch. Okay. My favorite. One of my favorite performances in any medium is uh, Delilah, and that she's incredible. Yeah, I, so the guy's awesome too, but she's just remarkable. But the intro to that, when you're just reading text, hit me harder than anything else in that game. Oh yeah. Because books can do it, I can I can get it in books and movies, but I can't get it in games. It's just a weird quirk. I don't know what it is. It's it's I completely understand because I'm the same way with uh, horror films. Film like horror films don't give me any kind of like scariness. I don't get scared. I may have like a jump scare oh, to like jump a second, but I'm not like yeah. scared. You don't games, get a sense of dread. Yeah, games will, but movies won't. Um, like I can like feel tense like. That is definitely Ugh. something. I'm glad you said that. That's definitely something that is much worse in games. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. love a good horror movie. And I love a good. Horror movie. There's never been a horror movie that I had to turn off because I was so uneasy. Right. But there's games where I just this is enough for tonight. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. Uh, I know I did that. PT was like that. Just it's a lot. And obviously I love PT and I beat it multiple times. Mm-hmm. But like I, it, whatever it, it did terrify me. And then um, what was the one where you have the the camera? Uh, Outlast. Outlast. Yeah, Outlast got me too multiple mm-hmm. times. It's just, oh, man. Yeah, that is a definitely a specific emotion, uh, fear, that it does do better than any other medium. It's fear, for sure. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because, like, if, if it can do the fear, but it can't make you tear yeah, up or cry, weird. that is so insane. And here's the thing. I really genuinely feel like performances, because every, all these performances we say are this are just this, you know, a-level incredible performances. If you just listen to the dialogue and how they say it, it's all really still anime voice acting. E, so even the even the super good ones are still not not there yet. So a great example yeah. is the first first game I remember being like, my god, this is awesome voice acting. Is the first Metal Gear Solid. Um, mm-hmm. But if you listen to them talk, it sounds like a radio play. It doesn't sound like a real encounter. Um, the Last of Us had some moments that were really well well acted, but even that's a little over the top. They're getting closer as motion capture gets better and as that they and as they calm down their voice acting to be more realistic. Mm-hmm. I th- I think we'll get there. I just don't think uh, we've had a developer. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna get there. Do it yet. And yeah. I can't Probably wait to hear later. it. 
Oh god, me too. <laughs> because I mean, if 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 it makes you tear up, just two two tears. That's all I ask. Two tears, one from each eye. I'm gonna be like freaking bawling in fetal position, oh, yeah. like in my oh. closet, even no less naked than I am right now. Oh god, I think I'm not. <laughs> I'll not picture that. I'll just wait till the winter. I won't be that way. I'm gonna be like freaking bundled up like crazy. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not gonna turn the heat on. So. Save that money. Oh gosh, heck yeah! So I can buy a switch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, man, that's a that's a really meaty podcast. That's a, a lot really... of stuff happened this week. Yeah. Big week. Big week. Uh, lots of things on the horizon coming up. Uh, even more so the next beginning of the, of the year next year. But we're not there yet, and we're gonna be pushing out more podcasts more regularly. Absolutely. That's our promise, right? Yeah, it should be way easier now that we can do it uh, via mm-hmm. the internet, the interwebs. It should be way easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. And we've got some new logos coming up by yours truly. So, uh, look forward to that, yes? Sure, why not? All right, Tyler, take it away. Oh, wait. Haha, <laughs> that's right, he's not, he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to, like, talk into the distance while, like, it fades out or whatever.